0: and welcome justin actually did you want to do this this intro today
1: i did and i forgot oh good good morning good afternoon good evening to all you ball watchers welcome back to ball watching i'm your host justin with my co-host jake or i guess jake's the host and i'm the co-host however you want to call it my name's justin graham and we're here to give you a recap i know my voice sounds like a lot of fun right now last night was not jake quick thoughts
0: that was that was incredible, man. I don't know why you haven't been doing this the whole time this I is, don't know my my hands are sweaty. this is insane, but uh, yeah, last night was not fun there's just no there's no way to slice that cake and make it feel like it was okay but we'll 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 get into some of the things that I think there there's a little bit there that we can we can rest our our head on in terms of some optimism, but there's also. <laughs> A good amount of bad that happened in that last 20, 25, even 30 or so minutes. But it was not a good night for the boys out in L.A. taking on LAFC in the away fixture and losing 3-0. Uh, all three of those goals being conceded in the 70th plus minutes. So mm-hmm. I think the 73rd might have been the first one. So yep. very unfortunate. But Justin, let's before we get into the, the details, let's talk one-word summaries I want mine to go second because I have a little more to talk about and I want I want to talk about with you. But you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. And I think it's I think it's a pretty easy one. I do think, like you said, we'll have some highlights in the first half. The team looked pretty solid, especially defensively. You created some chances, but a lot of new faces in this rotation. So my word is disjointed. I think there was a lack of chemistry in some parts, um, either with the buildup, the crossing. Uh, def- there was a defensive lap in the lap lap of chemistry and the first goal as well, which I'll touch on specifically more about center backs and kind of how that should work. But this joint is my word. What's yours? My word was rotation
0: and it's not rotation. I'm not describing the game as a rotation, but we did rotate the squad pretty heavily. And a lot of people were pretty upset about it. If you looked at the socials beforehand, people looking at the lineup going, what the hell, where is Tim Parker? Where is Aziel Jackson? Where is who knows? And, I just want to take a moment to talk about the idea of rotation because we've done a little bit throughout parts of the season, especially in these weeks where we have multiple games, but never to this extent. I feel like this is Carnell really going out on a limb. And I'd say, besides starting Gio, Gio Giochini up top, and besides like Blum and Indy in the middle, it was a heavily rotated team. And this is just something that's part of the madness during a season. When you've playing, when you're playing, you know, upwards of 40 plus games between MLS Cup, maybe playoffs, and, you know, league's cup and other fixtures, you have to rotate the team. And I think with a team like ours, you should feel very justified in doing so. We have guys that are chomping at the bit to get out there and prove themselves and earn more minutes in the starting 11. What chance can you offer them besides throwing them a start? here or there. They must be training hard. They, they, My thing with this is we're not rotating and just you know, sitting back and just hoping for the best against this LAFC side. I think we're putting guys out there that have proven themselves to Carnell like they want to go out there and, and try to win this game and play together and, and give us a fighting chance while also accomplishing the goal of giving some of your guys that are your more regular starters a rest and giving them some sub minutes because like I said, long season this was a long term play. We weren't going in there to play our best 11 and make our best chance at winning this game. This was a, we need to win on Saturday. We want to be competitive here and not lose guys to fatigue early on in the season. This just,
1: it has to happen. Two positive spins or rotations on that, Jake. No pun intended. Pun intended. Uh, the one thing, if you think about it, when we just went back into San Jose Earthquakes, kind of a similar situation. People were freaking out, and we go in there. We started Sam and Dinran and Alm up top with Aziel, Stroud, Miggy, and Blum with new back of uh, Yarrow and Watts. So if you look at that, and we still came out with a 3-1 dub, not saying that's always going to happen, but we're also not just throwing up our hands like, oh, it's L.A., we're taking an L. We were in this game until the 70th minute. So I will say that. And then also I saw some some interesting stuff on Twitter about maybe Carnell, maybe this was a little bit of a more mind game and long-term play as well, is not showing all of our cards to LAFC, who we know we could possibly see and likely see in the playoffs. And we'll see, I believe it's again, September 20th. So um, those are just two quick thoughts on that. It's not all negative. And like you said, now we get more legs for the guys coming home to a game that we should get three points out of. Yeah, I've seen some good takes on it as
0: well too. Like it's better to come home with all of your cards versus playing all your cards and seeing what cards you have left when you have enter Miami at home, who's one of the weaker teams, which we you will know, we'll get into on our preview um, later on this week. But I, I totally feel like Carnell was justified in, in approaching the way he did. And in God, man, he was about 20, 25 minutes from seeing it really come to fruition. So unfortunately, didn't see that result out, but I think ultimately a little lesson on rotation here. Do not freak out when you see different guys. Like you just said, we did the same thing in San Jose and we played that same lineup basically for the next three games and won all of them. So it's like, it's sometimes you just have to do it. It's, it's you're thinking a lot more long term. You're doing it and you're thinking about development. How are these guys supposed to get better if they're not getting game time, meaningful game time?
1: And this, yeah, this is a Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday week. That's a lot for some of these guys. I mean, you think about it, people are like, oh, they get like two or three days off. Like, no, these guys don't get days off. They will have a, um, they had a, a day off technically today, probably rolling out, stretching for all the players. Then you have hell, absolute hell for the bench players to get your legs yeah. in. And then you have one solid practice tomorrow of which was, which is, I mean, pretty much getting geared up for the game that we have Saturday. You're focusing on that, getting crisp passes in and all of that. So it is a quick turnaround. I think it's fine to give you guys some like, especially this early in the season, knowing that we could be playing into December. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, let, let's
0: jump in here to some highlights from last night. Most of these being very central on the first half because while the first half wasn't our most attacking highlighted half, it was a half that we controlled and I think managed a lot of what, what LAFC threw at us. It was great to see Celio get a start and get a chance with that. One of the best dribblers, definitely in the MLS, just, you know, tricky, tricky feet. And we saw him, he got a yellow, like called on him and not called for him, um, you know, in the first, you know, 15 minutes that you, you hate to get quick yellows. They got one there. They got another one, you know, shortly after as well. So you, it's great to see him kind of causing defenders to make errors like that. So sort of early on in the game, we saw Nelson back in the game to have not seen Johnny in a while. Defending Carlos Vela, what a challenge um, that proved to be. Uh, but I thought he did a good job keeping him pretty contained throughout most of the first half. You know, A lot of the times, just keeping your body between
1: him and the ball and not giving him chances. I thought the first half we did really well to con- uh, contain uh, Vela there. I don't really think they had a ton of chances there. There wasn't a whole lot of shots uh, to start, and I thought the back four played well then. It falls off in the second half, we'll touch on that later. But also in 24th minute, Johnny getting forward. Put a nice at least 45. I went back and watched it. At least 45-yard ball over the top to Alm. It's Tricky. I, I mean, he could try to do like a Jim Edmonds with and touch it with his foot and then finish it, but it was a great ball. Great ball by Johnny there. And then also, like you said, 28th minute. Nico doing a good press, getting his foot in, getting a quick touch around the right center back who absolutely just swung right through him. I watched yeah. it. I was like, oh, here comes Nico rolling around again. I'm like, no, he got absolutely destroyed on that kick.
0: Got clattered. Got absolutely clattered. We saw Blum. You know, his normal self, his very situationally aware self where he knows where guys are looking. He's got where a guy like Luvin has vision of where the past needs to go and where everyone needs to run. Blum is anticipating what everyone else is thinking. And he knows to cut off certain channels and he's, he's diving in front of channels and, and cutting things off with any part of his body that he can um, breaking up big switches in this occasion, a couple times in the first half um, there was uh, Alm had a chance on a second ball after Nico challenged for that in the, in the air won a couple of those almost leads to a couple chances, really a lot of half chances I'd say in the first half, not men, not much very material uh, Berkey, Playing sweeper keeper last night in the first half and in, in the 39th minute, I think we saw him come way, way off his line to cut off a through ball, which you like to see from your goalkeeper, who's really re- alleviating some of the stress from the defenders. I'm sure you loved playing in front of a goal. He was pretty
1: confident about cutting those out. Absolutely, and I'm going to give a quick shout out to TK on that one. That's one of those things is TK is very made it known, very well known that you need to be just as good with your feet as you are with your hands if you really want to play well. And Berkey being that quick off his line and that easily just to get up and distribute balls is great to watch. So I love having it. And I will say a, a couple, two more highlights before we get into the rest of the highlights in the second half. Bwanga tries to get a quick corner, not happening with John Bell. It's good to see him on the field. That is a massive man. Um, and then also the team is under pressure, and Blum wins a free kick in the defensive third, just getting his body. He all, he is so good at shifting his body around the ball and just getting it in between. And then the 40th, or sorry, 45th minute plus one, and we got our first shot on goal. So obviously...
0: No, dude. It was the first like Sean Gold of the game like it wasn't even oh. ours it, it was our first shot on goal but it was the whole game's first shot on goal we didn't even have lafc have a shot on goal
1: that, which that is kind half. of surprising because it, it there were some good chances it just nothing actually landed on net and it no. was a weak shot as well even the announcer was like oh nice our first shot on goal i thought you meant ours but yeah no you're right i think there was a total of five shots on goal in the entire game
0: yeah and let's i'm gonna run through the second half highlights quick because i have some general ones i wanted to take away here the things that we can kind of lean on but um there were some some good recovery tackles we saw last night. I think Nelson had a good one after John Bell got spun in the 48th minute. Um, in the 51st, 51st um, there was a great step and win by John Bell, who I thought was pretty, you know, pretty solid most of the game. He did get a weak yellow card on that one. It's that's controversial
1: there when you get a lot of body and the ball. It was around um, it was around the side of him. So I mean, I just don't think. I think it was a great step by him, great win. Don't think he should have got a yellow uh
0: we saw blum counter pressing in the in the L E F C corner right after we give the ball away it's a perfect textbook example of counter press we give the ball away he pounces on the next guy he dribbles a couple guys earns us what should have been a corner, but was a goal kick. Uh, we saw Berkey cut off a couple of cutback crosses that they were trying to cut um, cutback crosses were kind of the name of the game for LAFC last night. The commentators were, were trying to say that Petrovic, who's a goalie also having a great year in, in new England, who's also having a great year as a team has a higher ceiling than Berkey. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense because he's younger, but how much higher of a ceiling can you get than playing champions league football year round for Borussia Dortmund and starting for Dortmund for years like I I don't think you can come close to sniffing that if you're just a domestic goalkeeper right now in terms of ceiling I, I know he's kind of hit his ceiling but like how much higher of a ceiling can you get in that I mean it doesn't get much higher
1: I mean if you want to say he, he's got a higher ceiling fine Roman's head is literally hitting the ceiling and this guy's <laughs> down by his knees I mean congrats let's see if it actually pans out because a lot of times you can have a huge ceiling and not pan out I mean, look at like Yasiel Puig or a couple of these guys that get into the league. And I mean, there's plenty of busts. So, yeah, I I think that was a ridiculous call on them. I'll give another one on the 57th. Nelson drives forward, lays it off to Stroud, who wins a corner kick. Good. Blum dribbling tight spaces out of trouble. Very typical. Love to see it. That was 58th. My favorite moment of the match, Jake. 66th. Johnny Nelson. 30 yards out. So many synonyms you can call this. It was a rocket, a missile, a laser beam, a, a piss rocket. I don't even know what you want to call it. Just no spin on the ball. Drives right through it tipped over the uh, bar by the keep. And I thought that was an incredible chance by Johnny. I loved seeing him put some laces through one.
0: It turned out being our best chance of the night. And then I mean, that was the closest we came to a goal, right? I, I can't yep. think of any other situation where we were close. So that's, that's, that was our best chance. And it came from our left back off of a corner. And by the way, Johnny was also the guy you mentioned played that ball to Alm in the first half. So like our offense, if the offense is going through our left back, who a lot of people love to crap on last night. That's just kind of the name of the night for us. It just wasn't, wasn't the best night from, from the whole team. We did get Leuven back last night, which was great. He got onto the field. I won't really say he got going. Didn't really get into second gear, but I don't really expect that in a game where he's just coming back. It was good just to give him some minutes and get him back into that competitive atmosphere. Um, he he also just ate a free kick from Denny Bulanga. like just took it right in the face. But hey... That's what they teach you when you're kids, man. Do not turn your back. You just
1: take that. I mean, it, yeah, take it as long as he's a t- t- broken nose, which is be <laughs> fine with me. Good to see him back. But yeah, let's touch on the uh, the general the general here. I know you already mentioned it. You were pretty impressed with John Bell, looking strong and confident back there, especially that was his first time? First, first time start playing? First, first start. start. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we've been rotating the back four so much. It's going to be hard with chemistry, but these guys are still playing relatively well. I know we gave up three late goals, which we we'll touch on in the low lights, but it was good to see him out there.
0: Yeah, almost pretty good in the first half too. just 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 being a dog up and down the pitch, contributing offensively and defensively, which is great to see. Haven't seen much of him. I feel like recently he's been in and out with his injuries uh, first half. I think defensively were great cutting off the the counters from LAFC, picking our moments when they were transitioning and and trying to really step up and press them and force errors out of them, especially in the counter press. And I I had a quick little note last night too, that I looked at the average age of both squads afterwards and our average age last night, it was a young rotated lineup. We had an average age of 25.7 years old compared to LAFC's 29.2. I'm no mathematician, but that's about four years, and that's four years of playing experience. That's a gap between those two teams. So not only is was there, I think, a talent gap that came out last night, but also just guys that have had so much more time to hone their hone their trade and develop their
1: skills. So I just wanted to draw attention to that as well. And we didn't even cheat by like cheat that number by playing Miggy, Yorkin, Glover. Right? Imagine and, if we yeah. would have done that. Johnny Klein dropped that age way down. So Absolutely. looking at the stat, looking at the stats real quick. Typically, yeah, we saw. We were outpossessed, possessed 41-59. N- usually not a problem with us. What the problem is, is the XG. We had a .36 and a one-point versus their 1.53. They had 11 shots versus our nine. They had six big chances to our zero, and they missed three of their big chances knowing that they finished the other three. And we also had zero big chances missed. So technically, we get a little circle on that because we didn't miss any big chances, but it's because we didn't create one, Jake.
0: Yeah, it it was not a good creative night from us. The attack just wasn't there. Even the subs, which we'll get into the lowlights, just nothing really came to fruition for us, unfortunately. We relied on a lot of shots. That was one of the things that we led last night in terms of uh, attacking stats was shots outside the box because we could not get a sniff in the box, man. There was nothing happening for the boys, unfortunately. And LAFC, you know, hats off to them. They They definitely played a good game, especially in the second half of the second half really taking advantage of us low lights time justin cameraman i'm gonna start with cameraman i I, I tweeted about this on on our social media what the hell i don't know if you're watching the first couple minutes of that game but i felt like i was watching with binoculars i we were so far away from the action and i felt like it was you know grade school dad is like filming the game he's like watching off the side but also filming the game and he, he forgets to move it sometimes that's how it felt last night for parts of this
1: no, I actually heard that he's from St. Louis, um, and he fell asleep at the camera. Just too late of a start. Couldn't do it. And just couldn't, <laughs> oh my couldn't follow the ball well. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, other, other More real lowlights that you are probably interested in is there was a couple soft fouls in the very beginning. Called up on Bartlett stepping up uh, into a dangerous position just outside the 18. You cannot give direct free kicks to LAFC. We talked about that in the preview. Unfortunately, we gave one away right in the very beginning of the game. Uh, We wasted some corners last night, and I I think it's a mix of Leuven being gone. He's our normal guy, but Indy, the deliveries were just not on last night. I think the goal for corner kicks, rule of thumb for people is, unless you have a drawn-up play, you want to make it over the near post guy. And, and give your guys a chance to get the, get ahead of the ball and battle physically in there. There was a lot of corners, a lot of free kicks last night where we did not do that. And they're able to just head those away so easily. And it's a waste. When we're not going to create on a night, we have to create from dead dead balls like that.
1: No, I completely agree. And then also, they were creating on their side. So LAFC, they whip in a corner. We were not uh, marking very tight. And there was Roman was just frozen. And there was nothing to could do. The ball just missed the back post by maybe a yard. And it just shows, it's like, if you get it over the first guy, give our guys a chance, see what we can do, especially when you put like John bell up there and you know, that Nico can get up as well. And so just looking at some of those guys, we got to give them a chance. Also in the 41st, there was a bad deep free kick from Alm, which leads to a counterattack from them. The first of many counterattacks.
0: So many counters, counterattacks midfield was exposed last night and in, in bits and pieces. The second half, we got bailed out by an offside at some point in the second half around the 50th minute. And then for me, the game switched in the 65th minute when they sent Vela through on that cutback cross and he just sent it wide of Berkey's net. And our bell was rung and it stayed rung from there. That was it for us. Nope, no in pun opinion. intended. Yeah, no, it, no, no pun intended whatsoever. And then they break through in the 71st minute. It's eerily similar these first two goals, especially that they score. And I actually took screenshots. I don't have them to share here, but we'll, we'll share them. I went, it's, it is funny, uh, honestly. So let's just describe the goal for, for the folks listening here. So 71st minute LAFC breaks through. There's a long ball over the top. Vela has a great finish, takes it in stride, goes up or ninety. nothing Berkey can do about it. How did that start? That started a couple of yards off of LAFC's own end line. 12 seconds later, Berkey's picking the ball at the back of the net. Now, how, how did we get here? You might think. You had that little record scratch, you know. You're probably wondering how this <laughs> happened. And how it happened was Bartlett and Hebert didn't talk, and they stepped up at the exact same time. Bartlett tried to win. And in, in winning it, he knocks Hebert down. We lose the second ball. Beautiful ball over the top for Carlos Vela. It was a great bit of quality there. And he had a great finish. And I think part of that's down to they inserted Hebert at a time when this game was flipping. And he had a rough, rough evening. I, I, I don't want, I'm not here to batter Kyle. I think his story is great, but he was indirectly or directly fault or part of all three goals the LAFC scored.
1: Yeah, it's hard because he literally came on in the 69th and that goal was in the 72nd. So like trying to get a like into a game and integrate it, especially as a center back and, and a tough atmosphere in LAFC. But yeah, I think I, I'm drawing that one up to a lack of chemistry between Bartlett and Hebert. Have they ever played center back together yet? Don't know. I, I would Doesn't think so. Maybe a game or two, but not, not for so they both stepped up and uh, you. that's the first thing you learn and you know as a center back is one steps up to win a ball. The only one drops in behind for the seconds, just in case for that exact reason. And I think if we do that, Vela vale, vale is not getting in. Completely different game because we went downhill from there. 76th minute, Nowinski with a late challenge for a yellow card, giving them a shot right outside of the box and losing time for us. Not a great call there. Then in the 80th minute, you have it here. I love this. We're chasing shadows out here. Second to every ball, late arriving on the press, can't generate chances. It just continued to snowball for us.
0: Yeah, and then that's that's when the rain really started to pour because <laughs> I wrote that down. And as I'm finishing that thought boom lafc scores again the 82nd minute so vela kind of held the ball up laid it off for denny Buanga, who's got the speed of just a sprinter and he carried that ball about 20 30 yards squares it up for uh stipe buke who i think he would just come on for lafc and had a great finish so again how did we get here starts from their corner once again there was a clearance. It got lumped up. No one won that ball. So it bounces once. And then it gets to Vela, who holds the ball. Uh and Hebert is on the body, but not getting any sort of the ball. He lays off a heel to Denny Buanga. Buanga takes it from there. Personally, I think Hebert's got to take a yellow there. Seeing Denny running at him like that and not being able to get the ball off Vela, knowing that you're exposed and pulled out of position, you've got to bring the man down there because it's you know where you know what happens and, and the goal happens from there. So another where it's just like it, it that one that one took i think 13 seconds from front to back to score the goal i think the first one took 12 or 13 as well the last one i think took 14 seconds and we'll get to that one it's crazy how direct these goals were when you look back at them
1: yeah it's a it's a theme in all three of them right i think it's a mixture of how quickly they countered but then also our leaky defense at, at the end of these games dude that's also a consistent thing we always talk about 70 second was a goal 80 second was a goal 90 90th plus two so literally every 10 minutes they scored a goal after that and that's just something we cannot do if we want to close out any of these games lead or no lead try to get out of there with at least a point i'll let you toss on the last goal But before that 90th plus one norwinski uh he has Buwanga 1v1 gives him too much space Buwanga cuts inside to his right which norwinski should have known he was going he's lucky that Buwanga shot it there and it goes actually off the top of the crossbar he's lucky that he shot it because Nerwinski was on his heels and falling back he tried to throw like a foot back at it but if wonga takes one more touch He's in 1v1 with ease.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. And and that last goal, that's kind of more of a garbage time goal. It's not the same exact in terms of structure for the other two. But really what happened there is um, they get in behind after Hebert steps up and just got bulldozed by whoever he was trying to step up on. And they have the composure to do a quick cross. Guy takes it down. I think it was Sifuentes that scored this goal, settles it, tucks it into the corner. Good night. Thanks for coming. That ball, you know where that one started from? Leuven losing the ball in our own attacking third in LAFC's half. But again, another one where it cannot be acceptable for us to concede these goals on such direct uh, passages of play from an opposing team. That's our thing. Like that's our recipe. These guys are ripping it from us and it hurts, man. Like it was painful to watch. It's like, Oh no, everyone's right. And then before you know it, the balls in the back of the net.
1: I will say at, at least on the last two, It may be a little bit more of a counter. We're trying to get a press, get a point out of this game. The first one, you can't step up and let them have that goal. That last one, great little dink cross uh, cross to Fuentes. Great touch and a great laces on the ground, finish in the corner. Nothing Roman could do on... I don't think any three of those. So Roman, unfortunately, did not have a save last night. But I don't think there was anything that he could do. I thought he might have made a touch on Bawanga's shot at the crossbar, but maybe not. But they did not count him for a save. I think that
0: was close. I think that was definitely... He might have gotten uh, just a fingertip or something. Even any bit would have helped that one. And yeah, people... Some people were a little anti-Berkey last night or saying eh, that it wasn't his best game. I I don't know if I fault him for any of those, but I just, as a also general rule of thumb for goalkeepers, there are going to be nights where you're not going to be overly tested, but you've got to come up with that world-stopping save. You've got to come up with something to keep the team alive sometimes. And he didn't have it last night, but I don't think it was because there were shots that were in his space that he could have gotten to or he should have done something differently. I, do, I just don't. I don't really personally fault him for any of those goals. I think there's plenty of other people I would point fingers at before him, personally, and 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 we'll get into that here. But there was plenty of things that hurt us last night. Big switches. And we're, we're a team. If we're collapsing and pressing into one side of the field, a big switch and, and counter with speed, always going to hurt us. Lefc was doing that all first half, and we were containing it for the most part. They did a lot of long balls over the top where they bring him down. And that second ball, we lost almost every second ball last night. We've heard that before, unfortunately. Set-piece delivery, like I said, was awful last night. Awful. Transitions were how they scored all three goals for LAFC. I said it took 12 to 14 seconds from start to finish on every one of those goals. And the last one here I want to mention to you, Justin, because I want to tee this up. Subs. We talked about this last game. Same thing here, but different people. Subs were awful. Awful last night. Zero impact. In fact, negative impact. That's not Okay, especially when you have starter guys on the bench for this game. It was not acceptable. They dropped our levels significantly.
1: Well, yeah, I would say all this up. So Stroud came in in the 57th for Alm. I think Stroud created one chance, had a weak shot off the left. Then you have a dinner Leuven, and Heber come in for Nico, Celio and Bell. And I don't think we have a single hot. I don't even remember a dinner and playing in the game, to be honest. Uh, Louvin, I mean, we had a little bit of a low light. He's getting his legs under him. Fine. Give him a little pass. Hebert, we already talked about. We don't need to touch on that anymore. And they got Aziel for Thomas Ostruck. I don't think Aziel was, I mean, at that point, yeah, we're only down 1 0 actually in the 79th. He probably should have created something. They scored three minutes later, and then that one's kind of kind of dusted.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was the first time LFC had scored three goals since May 15th, two months. So we were kind of the the whipping boy to put him back into shape here, unfortunately. So bummer, bummer of a game. And we move on, though. We move on, but not before we do some player ratings. And before we do that, anyone listening here on YouTube or on podcast, throw us a like, throw us a subscribe. Get in the know on the podcast and all the videos we do. Uh, throw us a rating or review on your podcast platform of choice. Always helps us, helps the algorithm, helps us get out to more people like you to help support this club. Um, but on that note, Justin, it, it, it's the it's not a fun job today. I'm getting the red highlighter out here for the player ratings, and what let's kind just start. Of red with...
1: highlighter? Do you have? There's no such thing as a red. Oh, highlighter. we're
0: finding one for for this game because okay. there was plenty of red to strike through on a couple of these names. Berkey, I not 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 to say that I still don't change what I just said about him right before this, but. If a goalie's not going to be a, a, a game breaker for you and change it for you, I think he probably gets a low B last night. Not that he didn't do anything, but he literally didn't do anything. He had no saves, didn't really have much action at all. I'm not, I mean, it's just kind of like a eh performance. Like it just whatever. I, I, I don't think he's going to think too much about this, um, but we can't learn much from it either.
1: No, I'll give him a B. I don't think he'd do anything on any of the goals, but like you said, there's nothing that stood out to us either. Now looking at the back line, Johnny, Bell, Bartlett, Narwinsky. I mean, I thought Bell played pretty well. Um, he ended up coming off. I had that great challenge. He was big, strong, good for his first game, liked it. I thought Johnny played well, especially, especially well in the first half and then had that absolute rip in the second half. So two highlights out of Johnny. Bartlett and Erwinski. I mean, Bartlett, he won the first ball, couldn't track back quick enough. I don't really know if I – and then he did kind of – him and Erwinski got crossed up on some Vela uh, dribbles. So, I mean, as a back line, as a whole, I'd give us a C-. Yeah, as really a know. whole. For sure.
0: It, but there it's a tale of two and two for me. Like like you said, the left-sided guys, Nelson and Bell, I think did fine uh, for the most part. I want to see more Bell and honestly looking at the depth chart for center backs now, I think Bell goes above Bartlett for me. I mean, just for, from the last performance, we just saw, we've seen one game of his and I, I was impressed with what I saw. Super athletic, great recovery speed, very comfortable on the ball and has a big stature just like Bartlett. So I was very happy with his performance. I thought Nelson was fine too. Also in a night where Hebert was brought in at center back and did not look great. I think Nelson probably is going to help push more of that left back spot the rest of the season. Whereas Norwinski, I think, gives you something to worry about now because Watts has been the starter recently, and I don't think he made any case to, to retake his spot.
1: No, I completely agree. And I think we want to I think Hebert came in. Tough spot to come in as a center back that late. I I think when you're looking at center back rankings where Parker, Hebert, Yarrow, I think are typically are going to be our three if we keep Johnny at the left. But yeah, let's move into the midfield. Celio Blum and Indy I mean Celio I think had great feet uh he didn't do we already talked about the highlight of him getting down the line but other than that I don't think I had another Celio highlight um Blum I think Blum is probably man of the match just yeah. with how he handled the midfield I think that's a lot of those stats that go unknown um are not actually written down of how he holds the ball up how he gets his ball in the or how he gets his body in the way of the ball and gets fouls drawn and also wins balls for us so he's my man of the match going over to Indy I just below average I don't believe like you said I don't he's in there has a great left foot didn't see it on any of the whipped in balls and I don't recall having an additional defensive or offensive highlight
0: nope nothing there Ostrock, I think was pretty toothless as well in terms of running the attack, which I think they were trying to ask him to do as part of this game. Again, he has moments, but they're just fleeting. It's not consistent enough for me. And like you see the skill sometimes, and other times you you see the laps as well. So not a great performance from from him to turn any heads. The the forwards, the starting forwards, Almond Joachini. All, I mean, not take nothing away from the guys. They work their tails off, absolutely, and I, I appreciate that. And I would much rather see that than a guy that just, you know, everyone's against him, his luck is down, that kind of thing. But y- you need more. You definitely need more from your forwards. You need more threat moving forward. You got to make the most of any and every opportunity that you get in this game. And I don't did did Joakim even have a shot? I don't know if he ever found him in a dangerous position. Almost close on that Nelson ball over the top that we talked about earlier in the highlights. But otherwise, man, there was just not much to say. For guys who forwards, your goal is to score goals or assists and create chances. There was nothing last night. We would what, 0. 0.36 XG?
1: Yeah. I mean, Ooh. I think that's one of those things. I thought we would still, when we don't have our point might. Point man and Klaus, and obviously, Sam stepped up for one game and scored two goals. I we still somehow usually just create something on nothing. You have someone step up of Stroud, Nico, AZ, and we just didn't have anybody last night, and it really showed. So, getting into our quick predictions and Grahamers, unfortunately, we were both wrong and we were conservative. I don't think we've ever both predicted a tie yet. Yeah, we predicted two, two. I thought for sure we'd get at least get on the board. Um, and is exactly why I my biggest bet was uh, both teams to score. Uh, we have the old lines in here at minus 170. Dude, what is going on with the lines? It was in Vegas knows, obviously. But as the game, we when we recorded this on earlier in the week, we were plus 400 before game time. We were plus 550 money line. Both seemed to score dropped from minus 170, to minus and 145. Vegas just knew what was going on. And unfortunately, the uh, same game parlay of the over two and a half, eight and a half corners I put in here. Forgot that I put it in here. That would have hit. Oh, and I did not bet it. Bummer.
0: Bummer. Yeah, we got absolutely. I mean, long story short you know, the team got rocked. Justin and I got rocked financially as well
1: with, with, with the bets. There
0: was, there was
1: blood. Yeah, Jake, night. Can we like do something like drop our Venmo's below here for anybody yeah. that looks. Yeah.
0: If you're feeling, if you're feeling gracious, we would definitely appreciate the support at this moment. And this one time. one thing I now. will say,
1: Jake, before we get in the last thing, uh, appreciate the support, three things, series six, get out there. It's hot outside, get some brand new gear for you. The pitch be there again on Saturday. Frozen Irish coffee is going to be a high of 93 against Miami. And then Soul Juice, get out there and buy some Soul Juice. They just signed Jordan Morris. They're up in Costco's, up in the Northwest. You can get twenty percent off in our Linktree code using the code Ball Watching. You can get twenty percent off on Series Six or fifteen percent off Series Six using Ball Watching. Get out there and support us that way. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, absolutely, Justin. I'm I'm gonna take this from you here for the way we go. I knew that. you would, and I like. I'm it. gonna take it. And I think it. I think it's it's a needed answer. Where are we going from here? We're coming home, man. We have to come home. We. This was a. Not a, not a great end to the road trip, uh, but just we did get the result in Toronto, which we're still happy about. But let's come home, let, let's reacclimatize back to our fans, City Park, and back to our way of playing, our way of life. And let's roll into Leagues Cup with three points underneath the belt against the Inter Miami side, who has one more week before they are injected with the current best player. From the World Cup this past year and current World Cup champion uh, in Lionel Messi and and friends with with Alba and Busquets and anyone else he wants to bring over.
1: Uh, I have one more thing I want to give a shout out to Shelby on Instagram. So she sent us she sent us a nice DM um, and she was just saying her first concern was like no Parker we see that that was everybody's and how we we're gonna kind of use the guys that are on the field for that. But I kind of like this last bullet point. She said I'm more curious if the three points were more of a reflection on better adjustments made by LAFC or because of the subbing that happened in the second half. Um, from our bench so what do you think Jake of the guys did we drop the ball or did they step it up
0: I think both I think they stepped it up they found their bread and butter in this game they found that transition moments where we just lacked the wherewithal and the awareness just in general to be able to stop them and the speed they're able to do that with and the quality when they get those chances to finish them. I, they definitely outperformed their XG last night. So I think quality and kudos goes to LAFC and our adjustments weren't there. We we could not react to it on the field at the time and our subs worked
1: against us. So I think it's a little both. Yeah, I would agree, especially with it. Three goals. I would say if it was one or two, you could probably blame one or the other, but it's a mixture of both, but I appreciate the DM.
0: I'm excited to see LAFC again at home and play a full, you know, form starting 11 against them and you know licking our wounds and probably learning a lot from this experience so i i think it'll be a different fixture
1: i mean knock on wood jake by the time we get to september 20th and as barring no major injuries we will have berkey um we have Nilsson. we'll have blum we have luven we have klaus we we have not had a game with all of them yet obviously definitely not without Nilsson. i don't even know if yeah. we've had a game or two with with uh berkey with luven blum and klaus up top just yeah. with limited blum, like some blum going to south africa and having yeah. covid and then Louvin getting hurt and Klaus getting hurt so i'm yeah. excited let's move on i
0: am i am too so we move on to enter miami on saturday i believe at 7 30 p.m yep. here at city park and we will be breaking down a preview for that in quick succession tomorrow uh so tomorrow being friday we will try to get out a preview of that match for you all obviously with a little bit shorter time frame ahead of it but not too much to think about until those those new stars arrive here. Inner Miami is going to probably lobby like a game like Toronto where we just need to go in and do the business. So looking forward to it. We'll catch you all back in that preview. For now, Ball Watching signing off. Everyone keep your head up. L E F C away is over and we move on from here. All for City. Take care, everyone.